What up, y'all? It's Preacher Lawson of America's Got Talent, a.k.a. the host of the world's most amazing dog. And you are listening to Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, boo. Yo, ain't you? A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more from deep inside the Man Cave. Your host, Elias. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. This week, comedian Preacher Lawson had a few minutes to jump on the show. You've seen him on America's Got Talent season 12. He was one of the finalists. And now you see him on AGT Champions. We talk about his career in the comedy world, touring, and future projects. Make sure you check out our podcast on our website, www.themccpodcast.com where you can find all our latest news and archive episodes, as well as links to our social media handles and email. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. It was fun talking to Preacher. My name is Preacher Lawson. I'm a stand-up comedian, uh, actor, supermodel, superhero, black guy. No, I'm just playing. I just lie all the time. I'm not even black. <laughs> My audition was, uh, it was amazing. I never performed in front of that many people. I was like, what is this energy? So much power. It was so great. There's something about you, maybe this could be your time. Ever since I was a little kid, I loved comedy. I remember making someone laugh when I was in second grade, and I was like, this is the greatest film ever. My mom has always been my hero. Preacher, welcome to the cave. How you doing, brother? Good, good. How you doing, man? What's new with you? Where are you right now? I'm in Peoria, Illinois, and uh, about to do some shows at the Jukebox. There you go. So, <laughs> home of Richard Pryor. Did you know that? I did not know that, and he was a great comedian. He got a statue. He, a great comedian. He's great for all time. Wow. Great wow. comedian. That's great. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta take anyway. a, you gotta take a picture and post it on Instagram. I did. I already did that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been on Instagram all day. <laughs> so uh, the listeners know you from America's Got Talent season twelve, and now you're on AGT Champions, and we'll talk about that. But originally, uh, tell the listeners where you're originally from. Where am I from? I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, I was born in Portland, Oregon. I claim Orlando as far as my comedy. Uh, but um, that's, that's where I grew up, comedian. Yeah. You know. How, uh, how, so, was, yeah. How, how was it growing up there? And, uh, well, it was, it, was, uh, it was different. Uh, in Portland, you know, I was like the only white kid. I mean, excuse me, I was the only white kid. <laughs> <laughs> I was the only black kid in in um, in the school. You know what I mean? Unless it's, unless you know me and my brother went to the same school, then we, or you know my sibling went to the same school, then we'd be the only black people though. And then I went to Memphis, Tennessee, and there was no white kids in the room. So it was like it was like oh more me, and then like you're not me, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And then uh, and then it was just uh, you know it was it was different. Yeah. You know I moved a lot. And then when I went to Orlando, you know, it was like that was there, like, oh, we're all different, you know. So it was kind of yeah. cool. So as a kid growing up, what were you, what were you into as a kid growing up? Man, I was into everything. I was into sports. I was just a normal dude. I feel like I, I just like sports, football, basketball. Um, 
I was I like video games. I mean, we could, the ones we could, if we had video games, like, you know, we didn't really have certain video games. They would, we would wait, like, my, my brother would have a, get a PlayStation for Christmas, and then we would all, like, use it. Yeah. Kind of thing. <laughs> I like, yeah, I like that. But I was a normal kid. I, was always, I wasn't, uh, I used to, I would, I would do uh, stupid stuff sometimes. I remember, I, was, I remember when we were 12, we would just, like, throw rocks on the roof. We were on the roof throwing rocks. I don't even know what I'll tell you. <laughs> like, cars. And we was like, man, it's like, and that was, it was so dumb. And then I was thinking about it like, I don't know, like a week ago. And I was like, man, I, why would I do that? Because I know I'm getting older. Because as, as a kid, I was like, yeah, this is going to be so fun. Yeah. We didn't hit any cars. But I was like, man, I'm getting old. Did you, uh, like, yeah, <laughs> did you get caught doing that or no? No, we didn't uh. get caught doing that. We didn't really. We weren't even strong enough to hit the car. So we were throwing. Yeah. We were trying. So what... it was dumb. It was, but for the, for the most part, we, I was pretty chill. I didn't really do. I didn't. I don't. I didn't really do anything. I just yeah. had to play sports. That's good. Uh, so what, were you, what did you say? What were some of your favorite sports? You said football. Football, basketball, track. I love track. Yeah. I, I love track. I used to love soccer too. Soccer was my favorite sport actually. And I moved to Memphis, and then they were like, soccer is gay. And I was like, yeah, I don't even like soccer. And I tried to play it off. Like, I didn't like it. <laughs> and then I didn't like it. Asian my favorite sport. So I like all sports. That's great. So, like, so how did you realize they had the power of making people laugh? Like, what made you pursue into comedy? Um, I wanted I, I decided I, I like making people laugh when I was in the first grade. I just remember, uh, some, some kid on the swing and he he faked like he was swinging and he faked like he uh I think like he hit me and then I fell over and did some extra like over the top like oh man you kicked me and then and he was like turning red he was laughing so hard <laughs> so I just started doing that the kid the end time the kid would be on the swing I'd fake like they hit me and roll all over the bark dust I'd be bleeding and stuff I didn't care you know what I mean <laughs> I was like I'm I, I just I was excited so I I, I just knew I like people make like make people laugh then. And then I kept doing that, and then I, like maybe after three days of recess, he was like, "All right, man, you got to think something new." <laughs> so, but yeah. Anyway. So, so yeah. So, what maybe what did you really pursue to stand up comedy, and how did you start? I, I um I started writing jokes when I was sixteen years old, and um and uh, I wrote jokes for about a year, and then uh, um. I went into this thing called Job Corps, and then I got out about seven months later, and um, and I start. I went on stage at seventeen. Wow! At at, at at um University of Memphis, they had a talent show, and I I kind of told my mom I was I told her I was gonna do it, and she was like I called her and I was like yo they have an open mic at the University of Memphis. I didn't even say I'm gonna do it. She was like all right, well Tuesday, <laughs> and I was like. Dang. And uh, so I went on stage, and I, I didn't do. I was so nervous. I, I never been that nervous. The only time I ever been that nervous was for, before I went on stage on AGT. Yeah, that was the only time I've ever been. Wow, nervous. I've only been nervous like that twice. And um, so yeah, so um, I went on stage, and I just was doing jokes, and I got one laugh. I got one big laugh. It was me screaming like a girl when I was six, seventeen, eighteen, you know, all the way even up to nineteen, a little bit of nineteen. 
I could have this ability to scream like a girl. But then my voice just was like, we're going to be deep all the time. And I'm like, dang it. So I can't use that in my joke anymore. But uh, I, just, I just remember I did five minutes, and I got one laugh, and I thought I killed it. But it was, I, when I rewatch it, it's one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. But, yeah. So uh, I got to ask, you're all over the place on stage, man. How do you, Where do you get that energy from? Drugs. Lots of drugs. <laughs> uh, really good easy to access to now now that i've been on tv no i'm joking no uh so i, I um i just i'm just hyper man i've been hyper I'm, when i was in school when i was in elementary school they tried to put convince my mom to put me on medication it's like you know he, he's he's too hyper you can't concentrate and my mom was like well he'll grow out of it and so you're not putting him on medication and they were both wrong because i grew into it now that's just my personality you know i'm just a you know, yeah, I just yeah. I feel like if I was on medication, I would it would have suppressed my creativity, and I you know so yeah. wouldn't be who I am. <laughs> so I think it, yeah. So I'm just hyper man. That's just my personality. So like so, tell the listeners like wh- like what is your act about and like uh, where do you get the material for your act? I know you like you, you, I know you mentioned a lot about your mother and your family and your act. Yeah, I just I mean I just talk about. What happens? I talk about what happens in family, and uh, it's something. It's just something happens. I try, I try to talk about it on stage, and I, I, I think I don't really, uh, I don't really uh, censor myself, but I, 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 I just say things I wouldn't say to my mom on stage. Yeah, I want my mom to always be able to see my comedy and you know, and just enjoy it. So I just, I, I that's why. I, that's so that's more my style, but I mean, I just but I talk about pretty much whatever. Yeah. So like whatever I think is funny. Yeah. So before you go on stage, do you, uh, how do you prepare for that? Like, uh, do you do like you know some people meditate, some people just want to eat something. Like, what's how do you prepare before you go on stage? I usually uh, destroy the bathroom like right before I go on stage and <laughs> you know, get it all out. So I've been on stage and I had to pee and do it, and it's not comfortable. I always make sure I use that bathroom and then I just go on stage. Nothing really I really do. Early on, I used to like jump and jump and shadow box and do all this extra stuff. Now I just kind of, I just go on stage. Yeah. So AGT Season 12 opened up your career even more. And since then, you've been all over the country. What are some of your favorite places that you performed? Uh, the Wilbur Theater is one of my favorite places. Flag uh, City. Um, uh, New uh, New Jersey, they were great. Uh, Portland, Oregon, Helium Comedy Club was the first time I ever got a stand ovation in the middle of my set. That was pretty amazing. Wow. Um, then um, and that's home, you know. Yeah. And Orlando, going back to Orlando. Orlando is my favorite place in the world. So. So. I love it right there. Yeah. So I mentioned we have a common friend, Darren, and he wanted me to ask you, how many V-neck T-shirts do you tear up through a weekend? He didn't want me to ask. He didn't want to see that. That's not true. I swear to he God. Knows. We talked we, we talk last night. How many V-neck? Yeah, how many V-neck he, shirts? You want to that? He, he told me that. Oh, he, 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 he told me to ask you last night. He's just trying to be funny. Huh? He's trying to be funny. I don't know, bro. I, a, lot, a lot of T-shirts. I ripped. <laughs> Lots. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. do you have a favorite act that you opened for when you first started out? 
a comedian that yeah. opened up. Uh, yeah. It was me, my brother, me, me and my two brothers. It's called the Box of Chocolates. And, and then we just went on tour. Because we were the Box of Chocolates. His name is Ken Miller. That's, and then Justin Lawson. And we called each other the Box of Chocolates because we're all chocolate, a.k.a. black. And we're different flavors of comedy. You know what I mean? Like, my style, I'm like high energy, physical. Um, my brother is like high energy, but he tells stories, um, and uh, he does impressions. And then Ken does, you know, stories, and he just pretty much tells stories as well. He's like, he's like the Godfather of Orlando. Wow. Yeah. He's yeah, he's amazing. So, um, so tell us about season twelve of AGT, uh, about your audition for that, and uh, you know how it opened the door for you even more in the comedy world. What do you mean? Like your, uh, your audition for uh, season 12. Tell us uh, the process of that, how it went through. Oh, man, that was, that was, a, that was a rough process. So what, I mean, it wasn't rough. It was cool. Like some, you know, you, you have uh, some people that wait in line super long. And for me, they found me online. They found me online. And then they uh, asked me to send them a few more videos. So I sent them a few more videos. And I went and auditioned in person. All right, had to wait. Had to wait through a line, but it was it was like a it was almost like a, a fast forward. But, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't as long as some people. And then I did another audition, and then we did the one on TV. So yeah. it was like really it was a strenuous process. So. Yeah. Now, uh, Howie Howie Mandel was a huge fan of yours. Uh, what kind of uh, did he give you some great advice about your comedy and pointers? Man, he's giving me great advice in life. I've learned so much from just being. I, I rode back home with him after the show on his private jet, which is pretty cool. And um, he was uh, he just dropped so much knowledge, and I I really appreciate him. Yeah. I've learned a lot, and I feel like he changed, helped me grow in a, a lot of ways. Yeah, from that one trip. So um, now you're back on AGT Champions. Tell us about uh, so they give you a call to come back. How did that process work out for that? Yeah, they just called and said, well, do you want to come back? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, I want to come back. It has been some fa- fantastic acts uh, for the champions. Yeah, you kidding me? That was amazing. That was a great showcase. So, uh, how's your time on this one? Are you enjoying it even more? Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I can, uh, I don't know if I can enjoy it. I don't know. It's pretty much it's like the same because it's like it's fun. It was so fun the first time that I never experienced anything like that. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. it's like it was. And it was so fast, and everyone, you know, all these people knew who I was just from the first episode and the second one. I bet it was just like it's huge. This one, it was just it was more smooth for me. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it was more smooth. So, so you. Yeah. So you've been, uh, you know, you've been talking to other comedians and everything. Uh, what kind of advice do you give somebody that wants to, that tells you they want to go try out for AGT? I would tell them to to do whatever they do, you know, have fun, and be themselves, and uh, have a good story. Yeah. You know. Do you have any uh, future projects coming up? Well, we're we're still. Uh, uh, World's Most Amazing Dog, you know, just aired the first episode 
on uh, last Thursday, and it's airing again tonight. Um, I'm hosting that. It's a show on Facebook Watch. It's the first interactive show on Facebook Watch. Uh, World's Most Amazing Dog. It's like it has a crazy good, uh, crazy all these components. They have uh, dogs. Everyone loves dogs. It's funny, you know, super clean for family to watch. It's a great show. Yeah. Now what? George Lopez as a judge. And oh wow. It's great. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So when you're not doing comedy and you're not in the gym, because that's what it seems like. It seems like you're at the gym or you're in comedy. What else? What do you do for fun? Um. What are some of your hobbies? Um, that's about it. That's it. Just comedy and gym, huh? Well, you like to cook well, too. Well, not I mean, comedy and gym, but comedy, comedy. Okay, I would say uh, it's, I, I put comedy under this category, which is me doing my YouTube videos. Uh, like I have a cooking show, cooking with Preacher Lawson, where I cook things, and obviously, and then I have like I do like sketches on social media and all that stuff. But I, yeah. I put that under one umbrella. So yeah, I, I besides that. And working out, I just, I just, my hangout time is when I invite my friends or my siblings to be in these sketches or these, you know, these videos because we're hanging out and we're working. Yeah. It's like I don't have to ever stop working. <laughs> uh, so, lastly, how can the fans find you on social media? Oh, I'm at Preacher Lawson on everything Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, YouTube, everything's at Preacher Lawson. Yeah. And uh, lastly, um, I assume that you're booked for every weekend for the next for 2019. <laughs> pretty, pretty close. Yeah, that's great, man. That's pretty great. Close. That's great. That great. Yeah. I hope I hope you pull it off and win it on Monday. Thank you, brother. I really appreciate it. I was booked. All right, uh, this was great. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you, man. Shaggy dress, yeah, yeah. But when she gets weary, trying a little tenderness, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that. You know she's waiting. Just anticipating for things that she'll never, 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 never possess. Yeah, but while she's there waiting, and without them, try a little tenderness. That's all you gotta do. It's not just sentimental, no, no, no. She has her grief and care, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the soft words, they all spoke so gentle, yeah. It makes it easier, easier to bear. You won't regret it, no, no. Young girl, they don't forget.
Nothing, 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 nothing